Welcome to another episode of the CDW Life Nuggets Podcast with Pastor Cher B. Winkley, where the Word of God is the foundational truth that we believe and live. It's life for our spiritual and practical application. Tune in, hear the Word, and prepare to be empowered to manifest and maximize life. And now, a message from Pastor Cher D. Winkley. Hello there, and thank you so much for joining CDW Life Nuggets podcast. I am extremely grateful uh, that you have tuned in. Thank God for you for being faithful listeners and partners uh, with our podcast. I am um, extremely confident of the fact that as we have spent time this week dealing with uh, pastoring during a pandemic, and um, as each one of the pastors that the Lord laid on my heart have agreed to participate and partner uh, this week to share with you all uh, what goes on in their mind and in their hearts um, in a time like this. I know for a fact that you have been blessed with each podcast that you've tuned into, that you have listened to, um, and of course that you've shared. I want to encourage you before we begin, as we as we do with each podcast, I'd like for you to res- to share um, the podcast and the recording to let people know that you are listening so that others that are connected with you um, can be blessed the same. Pastors, leaders, ministers, uh, congregate members, laymen, it does not matter. I want you to take a moment before we begin today for you to share the podcast again so that others may be blessed by what this great man of God has to share with us. Um, as I stated, we have been dealing with pastoring uh, during the pandemic this week. And of course, um, we are re, um, spending this time talking about COVID-19 and how it is not only affecting our country, but our world and our churches at large. And um, I, I want to hear from this man of God in terms of um, how this uh, chaos and this COVID-19 has really created conflict. Um, and I, I'd like for him to um, share that with us. I know we're going to be blessed by what he, what he has to share uh, the guest that we have on today is Bishop Robert Nichols, Jr., who is a great man of God, uh, very well known. The Church of God in Christ is the pastor of River of Life Church in DeSoto, Texas. He is a voice uh, not only for uh, this nation and this time, but for the kingdom. Um, and I trust God in him. And I know that you're going to be blessed by what God has to say through him today. So, Bishop Nichols, thank you so much for taking the time to share with us today. All right. God bless you. I'm certainly glad to be a part of this and so proud of everything that you're doing for the king. Amen. Thank you. I, I want to uh, get right to it in, in lieu of when we talk about conflict, there, there are so many uh, avenues and facets, if you will, that we can a- approach dealing with the conflict that COVID-19 um, has, has created. There's conflict within um, people personally, you know, emotional conflict, mental conflict, uh, conflict within clergy, there's conflict among churches, and just period, where governmental politics are concerned. Um, I, I want to deal with how this has affected, uh, let's start with you first in terms of how it has affected your approach of pastoral leadership and your heart relating to your people and the people that depend on you and your voice, and then we'll move from there. So how has this affected you and your leadership and those that depend on your voice? Well, it has affected us greatly, as it has with most churches, but it is forcing us to a place to be creative. 
it has forced yeah. us to a place where we have to just work with what we have. You know, you can sit around and cry about what you don't have and what isn't going right, or you can take what you do have and help it to become the thing that you need. And at the end of the day, uh, what we need to do ministry, we still have. A lot of the of other course. things that we've had uh, were things that kind of cushioned us in doing it. But the ministry of the kingdom of God, it continues. It just stretches us a little bit. And as a leader, I must say, I miss seeing my congregation. Even through right, social right. media, they're able to see me. They're able to see me, but I'm not able to see them. And I actually miss the, the group of people. It's kind of like uh, being the shepherd in one field, being responsible for sheep in another. It's, it's, it's challenging. Mm-hmm. It's challenging. Yeah. You, you want to be with the people that God has assigned you to. Absolutely. Absolutely. Especially during, you know, I would say, um, especially during this time where there are so many, it's almost a flood of emotions that people uh, go through. You know, on one hand, um, people want to be steadfast and unmovable pertaining to the faith that they have in God. And on the other hand, uh, there are people who are uh, slightly afraid. and, um, And then you have people who are dealing with loss. And so there is this this grief and their need for comfort. And so, you know, a pastor's heart, I I would assume, um, even with my father, who's my pastor, and and assisting him in pastoral leadership, you you long to be with the people that you lead, you know, and touching them and and feeding them. So I understand what you're saying. When you say be creative, what are some of the specific things that you have done um, to try to be creative and making sure that you stay connected, even though you're not physically connected with your with your people, to stay connected with them. Well, of course, we've been taking advantage of um, a conference call line that we've always had uh, that mm-hmm. we're able to communicate. And I have a dial a dial out uh, a call that I do weekly to That's keep good. the people of God aware of what's going on because as a leader. It's very important that we remain connected to our congregation. It's very important that we remain connected to them. Um, and so that's what we've been doing. Of course, Facebook Live, uh, YouTube, those are ways that we have been getting the word out. But the, the thing that I'm most proud of, we've been taking our 10 or less group. Uh, that we've been doing mm-hmm. our services in the order that we would normally do it. You know, the worship mm-hmm. team, you know, three of, you know, an alto, soprano, tenor. And, right, uh, you right. know what I mean. <laughs> uh, right. And uh, been preaching the word and uh, the musicians are there. And, and I want to add that we wanted to keep paying our musicians. We wanted to keep blessing them. That's we didn't true. want any of our, our staff. Yeah, that's been a conflict mm-hmm. uh, here lately. Mm-hmm. A lot of musicians uh, kind of. Uh, but we have continued to play our, pay our musicians. And so in order mm-hmm. to do that, we've had them to come in uh, each week. And what we've done, and I'm excited about this, we put a speaker on the outside, like old church. And so oh, whenever wow. we're doing our live, we open the mm-hmm. side door of the sanctuary and we put a speaker out. Well, 
That's good. The yeah. Saints have been coming uh, on the parking lot, and they've been pulling on the parking lot, sitting in their cars. Well, wow. what wow. happened the first week was people from across the street mm-hmm. started coming outside on their porches to listen to the word of God. So uh, we've had people from the neighborhood just Sunday. Uh, a, w- a woman came in the neighborhood walking in what was clearly about to rain, dropped down yeah. on her knees on the parking lot and told one of the ministers out there, I want to give my life to Christ. We've had oh, it two weeks God. in a row and we are discipling these babes by mm-hmm. connecting them to the kingdom prayer call, assigning a member to them, we are mm-hmm. still doing ministry. And what it did for me as a leader to see our church growing in the midst of this is a blessing because mm-hmm. there are people connecting mm-hmm. to us who we did not know, you know. And I said it today. I guess, you know, sometimes it takes us too long to get to the community. So God will bring the community to us through our creativity, right, right. by something right. that they heard the music, they heard the word, and they're just mm-hmm. coming. People are just pulling in our parking lot, just hearing the word of God. That's so good. That's so good. We, we have um, been doing uh, parking lot service for the past two weeks, and awesome. the same experience, you know, people pulling in that, that probably would not come if the doors if we were inside the sanctuary. Come on, um, come on. And so it's, it really is going out and com- compelling men to come for them to experience a level of comfort, you know, outside of yes. the four walls. Um, and I, I mentioned that um, on the heels of what you said, and I think it's so very important, Bishop, because when you talk about the conflict of the pandemic, I think that people have um, such a negative perspective on um, what this pandemic breeds, and of course, it, of course, it breeds loss, loss of people, loss of finances, grief, isolation, loneliness, etc. But in terms of how we can take the positivity of God shifting us and on, challenging us to turn the corner, if you will, and do something different, I think that if yes. we eliminate our perspective of focusing on, well, should we have service or should we not? Should it be online or should it be in the building? Should we try, instead of focusing on that conflict, we need to shift our minds to what it is that God can do throughout this pandemic. So I want to, to talk about those things that we, you know, that you and I both know via the television or social media, that conflict of uh, what this pandemic has has um, brought to our churches, to our society, to our world, and how we can functionally shift our thinking from the conflict that's happening in the clergy, people trying to pastor sheep that don't belong to them, instead of right. <laughs> instead of dealing yes. with their own. Come on. How can we shift that mindset to really focusing on what the Lord is doing? Well, it it has to begin with us in leadership. Uh, when you mm-hmm. look at Revelations 2 and 3, it says, to the angel of the church at Ephesus, right? To the angel of, it, it starts with who is in charge. It That's starts good. with who, it starts with leadership. We have mm-hmm. to change our attitude. We have to change our perspective. But what we have discovered in this season, 
that um, that many of us have been preaching a gospel that we don't believe. Yeah. And it, oh my God. it has exposed the fact that there are those who have gotten rich preaching a gospel that they don't believe, that yeah. they've been preaching yeah. faith while operating in fear. So it yeah. starts with us. What are we pouring into the people of God? Are we focused? And we've got to get mm-hmm. focused that the harvest is right, but the labors are few. And this is what, what I got. I believe that the River of Life Church has heard enough of the word from me preach that they could make it through this pandemic if the church was closed. However, mm-hmm. there are people who do not know Christ, like the mm-hmm. people that's been coming to your parking lot, and I, they are in fear. They don't know what to do. They don't know to pray. Right. They don't know to intercede. They don't know right. to call upon God for help. Uh, all they know is they're in this by themselves. And if we would shift our thinking to who we should have been focused on, Jesus didn't come to reach those who were saved. He came mm-hmm. to reach those who were lost. And I believe it would be so motivating for us if we would have the opportunity to look out and see those who are hurting, those who are mm-hmm. broken, who do not know Christ. That's what we can focus on. As it relates to social media and people's opinions, we've been having people who have had an issue with the church a long time. And right, we have, right. you know, that, that conflict is always going on. <laughs> That's not new. <laughs> That's not new. And the truth of yeah. the matter is there's supposed to be conflict with us and the mm-hmm. world. There is supposed mm-hmm. to be conflict, but we are supposed, and, the, the re, and where there's not conflict is because we've compromised and become complacent. We've compromised, absolutely. Absolutely. Come on. And so now God, oh, glory to God, I'm sorry, I got happy. He, he's shifting oh, sir, this yes. thing. <laughs> mm-hmm. He's shifting this thing that we can mm-hmm. see this not as an opposition, but as an opportunity for us mm-hmm. to show the love of Christ for us to heal those who are hurting and do what God mm-hmm. has called us to do. And and I said uh, to someone that I believe that the, the sinners couldn't get to the altar for the saints. Wow. Sin- <laughs> but now the <laughs> altars are clear. And here is right. our opportunity. Because I was talking about Zacchaeus wanting to see Jesus, who he was. Right, right, right. Right. He couldn't see Jesus because of the folks that were around because him. Because of the people, and yeah. <laughs> come on. So sometimes God has to clear out the crowd mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so some people can see him. And there are some people, there are some Zacchaeuses, if you will. There are some yeah. women at the well. See, mm-hmm. see we, it's, it's that, that, that's going to be to her sixth and seventh and eighth man until yeah. somebody gets away from the crowd and meet that woman at the well. It's our opportunity. If you shift your mind, you will see it as an opportunity. Because listen, the greatest, some of the greatest miracles and stories what we have preached about a woman of God in 1 Kings and 2 Kings, these were, these miraculous things happened during seasons of drought and famine. 
that mm-hmm. God sent ravens that widows <laughs> sustained mm-hmm. the house of God and the and the prophet came by her house and he says feed me first and then she right, did right. eat many days it was during the time of, of, of that crisis a famine. where the yeah. woman yeah famine where the woman yeah. said uh, my, my they're talking about coming to get my children and I mean my sons and make them work off this debt and the prophet said what's in your house and he turned mm-hmm. a, 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 a struggling widow with her two boys into an entrepreneur. So this, if we shift our mind and Absolutely. see that God will prove himself to us. Yes, Lord. If we step mm-hmm. out of negativity into positivity. But we have been so focused on our resources that we forgot that mm-hmm. God was our source. He is our source. And that has not changed. Yes, yes, yes. You know what I'm hearing, Bishop, that the the only way to combat, Bible says that the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but they are mighty That's for it. the pulling down of strongholds. The only Absolutely. way that we can combat something that is, and, and, and we have to be realistic about what COVID-19 has done to the Come psyche on. of people. Yes. Um, we have to be realistic about you know, loss is very real. Grief, grief is very real. And these emotions that people are feeling, they are extremely real. But the Bible says that we walk by faith and not by sight. Um, but the only thing that combats that is what is more powerful than that. And it is not our opinions. It is not Come our on. emotions. But it is That's that it. of the power of the word of God. And being That's able it. to apply that to combat the conflict that this breeds is is what's going to allow us to overcome it. And so what I was hearing you say, Bishop, is just that it is necessary for us to shift our thinking to a thing that's more permanent in the heavens, which is not my thought. It is, it. The word, <laughs> it is the word of God. And so for, for those pastors and leaders and ministers and even laymen, the sheep that are listening, what are some things that you would be able to identify that is necessary? Of course, we, we're hearing that we need to shift our thinking and we're hearing that we Come need on. to um, be ready to live, which I, if, what I want you to do for those of you that are listening, let me pause before I ask this next question. Rewind what he said. And listen again, because we have been preaching a gospel that we are only uh, comfortable enough to declare, but not to live. Come and, on. and the challenge that Bishop just uh, uh, released is that for us to live what we preach and teach, especially in a time like this. But for, but for those that are listening, Bishop, what are some things that you can, and, and those moments where pastors and leaders sure. are feeling the heaviness of the emotions of the people that they are shepherd over, or they are feeling um, apprehensions about their decisions and, and, you know, even the personal fears that they may have about what's going on. How do you minister to a pastor or a leader uh, through that particular emotion and, uh, and feeling? Okay. Well, let me just first say live, live, live. Mm -hmm. I want to start with that live. I have a acronym uh, for live. Live mm-hmm. in victory every day. Live that's in good. victory every day. And that's what we got to do every day to declare that over ourselves, that we're going to walk in victory. I would say to the yeah. leader, remember where that oil is. Ooh, Don't yeah. let it get trapped around the neck. Aaron, it went from the head down to the beard. That oil is coming from heaven on you. 
and you've got to let it be released to the rest of that congregation. And you've got to let that oil be upon your head where you're thinking. It has to rest upon you so that you can flow it. People of God, we need to let the people of God know that COVID-19 does not win when a believer dies. Pastor, Mm. the same thing you told that grieving family in the church at the funeral still applies to today. To live is Christ and Mm -hmm. to die is gain. Mm -hmm. Every one of us, uh, my aunt on her deathbed, woman of God that have lived for God all my life. She said, Mm -hmm. everybody's crying and they're worried about me. She said, but I'm good. I'm concerned about them because all my life I've lived for this moment. It changed my perspective. She said, Mm -hmm. I've lived for this moment. I'm going to be with the Lord. The Mm -hmm. Bible told us to comfort one another with these things. That doesn't just apply to funerals. Psalms 23 says, Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I'll fear no evil, for you are with me. We've got to remember, and and this is the moment that the tragedy will be if we don't tell somebody to make sure your life is secure in Christ. That we've got to stay clear on that. Mm -hmm. We've got to let people know that right, right. if you're saved, there's a house better than where you live. There's a yes, life Lord. better than the life you're living. That yes, when, when we get up, saints go to sleep. And when we get up, we're going to be with the Lord. Yes, we mm-hmm. miss them. Yes, we're hurting. But the Bible said to comfort, you shall not all sleep. Come on. There's a a day that we got to believe. That's what he told us to comfort one another with. To let us know that we're going to see those individuals again and to make sure that we are in Christ. Now, for those, now let me just give a little uh, clarity on this. Paul says Mm -hmm. to live as Christ, uh, to die is gain. But he mm-hmm. then further said, uh, he said, but right now it's more profitable for me right. to be with you uh, be, because my assignment is enough. Then later he says, I fought a good fight. I finished mm-hmm. my course. I kept the faith. Mm-hmm. We got to make sure that we are finishing our course, that we are making right. sure that we are ministering to. We can't just sit around crying. When, when he was whipped, beat, he got up. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. And he got up because he had the right people around him and strength yes, jumped yes. back into his body. You got to shake that, that venomous beast off. And I, I want to tell some of yes. some emotions. Some of leaders were already dealing with depression. We just went through a mm-hmm. season where leaders were taking their lives. Um, right, the, right. the pressure was so much. And so now we're here in this. But I'm telling you, shake that viper off. Into the fire and get up and do that which God has called you to do. You can't, you know, the other night, woman of God, I was 
I plugged my phone to took my charger and plugged the phone to the charger mm-hmm. and I have a little extension mm-hmm. card that the charger itself is is connected to and I got up mm-hmm. the next morning and my phone was not charged and I'm looking mm-hmm. at the phone and I said I know this is plugged I had to go back mm-hmm. to the wall and realize that the extension card had come from the wall see What we don't want people to do is to be plugged in uh, into us, and we've got to disconnect. We got to come on. We got to go back (laughs) to the source of this thing. Absolutely, because somebody gonna plug into you. Can they get a charge? Somebody's gonna plug into you. Are you still connected? Are you hearing God? I don't believe you Mm -hmm. can hear Him and remain depressed. I don't believe you can hear Him. And remain sad and mad. I believe if you are hearing God, he mm-hmm. has given us an opportunity to yet strengthen. Let's believe the word. When they're sick, pastors, let's tell them. He was wounded right. for my transgressions. Yes. He was bruised yes, for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace uh, was upon him. And with his stripes, By we his are stripes. healed. If yeah. they're go- mm-hmm. His stripes, if they're going through lack, let's tell them. Philippians 4.19. Says, but my mm-hmm. God shall supply all your needs according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. If they say, I just can't do it, then we're going to pull mm-hmm. out Philippians 4.13. You can do all say, things. I can do all things. <laughs> Come on. Through Christ yes. that strengthens me. We got to release the word. That heaven and earth going to pass away. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but his word mm-hmm. is going to stand forever. Prophecies yes. going to cease. But the word. But is his still. word will remain. It will remain the same. Nothing in the earth realm has changed the word of God. The word of God is still true. The word of God is valid. And everything he said he will do, he will do. Hebrews 13 and 8 says, Jesus Christ, the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. Mm -hmm. That's my story, and I'm sticking to it. I don't have any other thing to tell anybody because my opinion is not valid but right, the word of right. god will stand that listen that is enough because <laughs> when you're talking about and dealing with and heralding the word of god uh Come that on. not only shifts shifts the earth but that shifts heaven at the same time um, I life say this the all word. the time yes there's <laughs> life in the word the word of god is life and the church, yeah. the body of Christ, is the only entity. I said this to our church this past couple of weeks. The only entity that that God has given the authority to shift heaven and earth at the same time. But we just have to use it. We have to be plugged in, as you said. And listen, for those of you that are listening, I hope you heard that analogy and that story that Bishop just mentioned. Because you have to be plugged into the source so that others can get what they need from you. And the source, of course, we know is the word of God, who is Jesus Christ himself. And so I want to encourage you all that are listening, as as Bishop has just shared for the pastors, the leaders, that whatever the conflict is, and again, we're not negating the reality of what is. Those are very realistic things, emotions that you deal with, things that you have to overcome, things that we see on the news. This is a realistic thing that has not only hit the United States. This is not just a U.S. issue. This is a global issue for every church, no matter what the denomination is. But no matter what those things are, that the thing that can combat that is us shifting 
and plugging into whose we really are and what we have in Christ Jesus, which is life, power, dominion, authority, and faith. And so I want you all to rewind this, to hear what this man of God has said, um, listen to it over and over again, and let it saturate your being and change and shift your mind. Hallelujah. So that what God wants to do through you for the sake of those that he has made you steward over, that you can receive that and really be plugged into what God would have for you to be plugged into so that people can receive life from you. Uh, Bishop, I want to, I want to thank you so very much. I want to thank you so very much uh, for everything that you have shared in terms of uh, what we need to do to overcome this conflict of this pandemic and uh, be able to really combat the reality of, of what we are experiencing around the world versus the power that God has given us on the inside. Hallelujah. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. I, I appreciate you for that. I want to um, allow you the opportunity to share how people can connect with you um, so that they, if they'd like to sew as well, or how they can connect with you on your website or social media, if you don't mind, please. Absolutely. Again, the River of Life Church is located at 335 South Park Drive in DeSoto, Texas. Again, 335 South Parks Drive in DeSoto, Texas. Uh, you can go on to our website, which is www.stepintotheriver.org. That's www.stepintotheriver.org. Uh, you can correspond with us by mail, which is P.O. Box 711, DeSoto, Texas, 75123. P.O. Box 711, DeSoto, Texas 75123. And if you want to sow via Cash App, that's dollar sign river, R-I-D-E-R, DeSoto, D-E-S-O-T-O. We speak God's continued blessings upon you. We're broadcasting live through Facebook every Sunday at 10 a.m. Until God turns it around, we'll be doing it this way. Amen. Amen. Thank you again for those of you that are faithful listeners and partners to CDW Life Nuggets podcast. Bishop, thank you so very much for your time and for you pouring into the hearts and the lives uh, and the spirits of those that are listening. I appreciate you and may God bless you indeed and bless uh, your church as you continue to do the will of God, even in a time like this. I want to encourage all of you that are listening and that are listeners to share this podcast Again, to let everyone know uh, what God has released to you specifically and be able to share the wealth of knowledge that we have received and the wisdom that we have received from this great man of God. We are dealing with pastoring during a pandemic this week. I want you to tune in for our next episode uh, that we'll release regarding this issue. God bless you, and we'll speak soon. Thank you for tuning in to the CDW Life Nuggets podcast. To get more information or if you want to hear a repeat broadcast, download the Share D Weekly Ministries mobile app on the App Store and also available on Google Play. Or you can visit shareweekly.org. May God bless you and heaven smile richly upon you. This has been another CDW Life Nuggets podcast. Until we meet again, remember to manifest and maximize life.